Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus, Bill Cosby released. On June 30th of 2021, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned the conviction of Bill Cosby in his sexual offense case. He had been convicted here in Pennsylvania after two trials for the sexual assault of Andrea Constand, a former Temple University basketball coaching assistant at his house in the Philadelphia suburbs. Now, we talked about this case a number of different times here on Criminal Injustice. He was convicted. There was plenty of evidence uh, about him and his behavior. And so to see him released, his conviction thrown out, uh, must be quite a surprise for many people. Let me explain to you what happened. Let's start with this basic fact. Bill Cosby has not been exonerated. Bill Cosby has not been found innocent of the charges that were brought against him. Neither of those things. Bill Cosby is factually a rapist. Now, I don't have any fear of saying that. Um, Bill Cosby cannot be convicted for any rape charge that we know of now. Anything is possible in the future if somebody comes forward with something else. But legally, his conviction has been thrown out. But he is a rapist. There is solid evidence, including his own words, his own words in a deposition under oath in which he said, I give quaaludes to women to have sex with them. Okay? Now, you know, you can look at rape statutes and sexual assault statutes in any state, including Pennsylvania, where I'm sitting right now and where this took place in Andrea Costan's case, and you can see that incapacitating somebody with drugs or some other substance to the point where they cannot consent is rape. Okay, so there's just no doubt about that, and nothing the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did changes those facts. There is plenty of evidence. What the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did was it said the following. He cannot, could not, should not have been tried in the first place, not because it didn't happen. Not because there's no evidence, but because of something that happened before he was tried. Now, some of you may know a little of this story. Let me tell it for those of you who don't. Years back, there were rumors about Cosby and sexual assaults with multiple women. Some women had even come forward. But most of those women coming forward came forward in a way that made it too late for him to prosecute. This brings in the concept of statutes of limitation. For most crimes, murder is the great exception, but for most crimes there is a statute of limitation. Once X number of years, and that is a, a number set by the state legislature, once X number of years passes from the time of the offense, the person cannot be put on trial. Now that's not because they're not guilty. 
it's because at a certain point, the law says it's simply no longer fair to try the person. The defendant would be at a huge disadvantage, unable to defend him or herself because it's too difficult to dig up witnesses and evidence and so forth. It is a public policy judgment that has nothing to do with the facts in the case. And statutes of limitation exist for all kinds of crimes, murder being the exception, and even on the civil side. You have to bring your legal claim when you slip on a banana peel in front of somebody's house within a certain number of years, or you can't bring it at all. Here's what happened. A prosecutor looking at the Constand case and facts decided he did not have enough evidence to prosecute. Now, he may have been right. He may have been wrong. Let's not argue about that here. But he told Cosby and his lawyers that he was not going to prosecute. And that meant, in turn, that Cosby could not claim Fifth Amendment privileges against self-incrimination against testifying in a civil suit that Constand had brought against Cosby, because this was running on two tracks, a criminal investigation for sexual offenses, crimes, and a civil suit for assault. Okay, and that's a perfectly acceptable way to operate. The prosecutor is in charge of the criminal side. Now, if you're Cosby's lawyer in that circumstance, you are not going to allow Cosby to be deposed under oath making statements if those statements could incriminate him. That is standard legal practice. And so you are going to raise the Fifth Amendment if asked about those occurrences between the two individuals in any civil deposition. You just, you're not going to allow Cosby to answer. And what the prosecutor did, this man's name was Bruce Castor. Now, that's a name you may know from the Trump impeachment. I mean, the second Trump impeachment. He was involved in defending Trump. Right? So what Bruce Castor, who was then the elected DA of that county, did was he made the commitment, the statement, that he was not going to prosecute. There was not enough evidence. Based on that... Cosby answered questions in the civil deposition under oath, where he said, and of course I was paraphrasing before, I'm paraphrasing now, the words I was saying, I give quaaludes to women so I can have sex with them. Quaaludes being these heavy-duty sedatives that kind of knock people out, paralyze them almost. He said that under oath, but only because he'd been told that he was not going to be prosecuted, right? And then, years later, this all becomes an issue. There's a prosecutorial election. There's been more talk in the culture about Cosby. Shouldn't he be prosecuted? Well, all of the cases had run out of time. They were all past the statute of limitations. The only one left was Andrea Costan's case. That was the only one that could still be prosecuted. And a new person won the prosecutor's office in that same county because he was campaigning and he was saying, I'm going to prosecute Cosby. I think there's enough evidence. And he went ahead and did it. 
And he used that statement made under oath by Cosby himself, as well as lots of other evidence, to convict Cosby. Right? So that statement he made under oath in the civil deposition, based on the prosecutor's statement that he would not be prosecuted, he used that statement to convict him. Right? And so the Pennsylvania Supreme Court says, here we are, back to June 30th of 2021, you can't prosecute. The prosecutor had already committed not to doing so, and based on that, that's the only reason the statement was made by Cosby. He would never have made that statement. His lawyer would never have allowed him to. Okay? So that's what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said. They didn't say anything about the evidence in the case at all. Nothing. Zero. The five women who testified, who were not the victims in this case, Andrea Constan was the victim, but the judge allowed five other women who had also accused Cosby and whose cases came too late to be prosecuted, statute of limitations, those women were allowed to testify in Cosby's trial. I thought if there was any place that Cosby would get any traction with the courts, it would be there, that the judge should not have allowed that evidence in. That's called character versus modus operandi evidence. There's a whole bunch of cases I teach in the evidence course on that very point. It's a difficult area. I thought that could be the basis if there's going to be an overturning of this case. But no, I gotta say, I'm surprised. I did not expect this. And this is what the Supreme Court said. This case was bad at the root. It should never have been brought. And therefore, we throw it out. So that's why I started this news bonus the way I did. Bill Cosby's a rapist. He is factually a rapist, not legally judged so. But in his own words, he has said so. Okay? So, can't go to prison for it, but it's still true. And the evidence in the case was plentiful. That was not challenged by what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said. It was only a matter of whether the case could be brought at all because of what the prosecutor before this prosecutor had committed to not doing, to not prosecuting. That's it. That's your news bonus. Bill Cosby goes home. You can always turn to us for news of the criminal legal system. You can go to our website, that's criminalinjusticepodcast.com. You'll find there these news bonuses, other features, and interviews with all of the most impactful and interesting people working in this side of the law. Please go there and check it out. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice. We are listener supported. I'm David Harris, and I'll be back with you next time. Mm-hmm.